Welcome to another episode of the Three Guys Analyze podcast. I'm your host, Matt. Joining us on the line are Tony and Rick. Tony, how's your snow day today going so far? Fantastic. Wish I could have another one. Ricky, do you know what snow days are? No, never heard of them. So, uh, in today's podcast, we're going to cover all of the bowl games. They seem to add more and more and build up every single year featuring teams that are 6-6, six and six, so you get rewarded for just being mediocre. So we're going to start with our first bowl game, uh, the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl that takes place in Nassau, and most likely a soccer stadium, featuring the 7-5 and five Buffalo team and the 7-5 and five Charlotte team. Buffalo is a 6.5-point favorite. Tony, what do you have on this matchup? I got Buffalo in this one, headed by their head coach, Lance Leopold formerly of D3 Wisconsin-Whitewater. Keep an eye on defensive end Alex Highsmith, tied for second in the nation in sacks with 14. Ricky, do you have any takes here on on this one? You know, both teams are uh, coming in on a hot streak. Charlotte's won five straight. Buffalo's won uh, five of six. So that just tells me both lucky to even be in this bowl game. I'll take uh, Buffalo um, double-digit victory. Uh, I'm going to take Charlotte here because for some reason their mascot is the 49ers, yet I, I, I thought all the gold rushes were on the West Coast and Charlotte is on the East Coast. So I don't know if that mascot makes a lot of sense. you have to inform me on that one. All right, the next bowl game taking place at 730 on Friday, December 20th is the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. I ate there uh, two days ago, very good, at a mango-flavored smoothie. Featuring the teams of Utah State and the Kent State Golden Flashes at six and six, good for them. Uh, Utah State is favored by four and a half. Tony, what do you got? I got Utah State in this one. Um, Kent State, you know, it's great to be there, but Jordan Love, he needs that one strong final impression before the draft, and I think he gets it done here big. Utah State. Ricky, are you going with the Ohio Zone Kent State Flashes? I am um, sticking with the Mac schools here. Why is Jordan Love like a draft prospect? That dude has 17 touchdowns and 16 picks on the season. Is he supposed to be good? Yeah, a very good season for him. I think it's like a Josh Allen situation where he just doesn't have any talent. I think that's – He's just big? Is he like 6'6 and 270 pounds or something? I don't know. I can't can't say I've spent a single second watching Utah State film, so (laughs) – Maybe he's related to Bryce Love. I, I don't know. He, he was a running back and really popular. All right, the next game, the New Mexico Bowl, um, with an AccuWeather uh, prediction of 50 degrees. So that's very exciting to play a uh, game in, uh, featuring Central Michigan and San Diego State. San Diego State is favored by three and a half points. Uh, Tony, what do you got? This will be a close game. This will be a one-score game in the fourth quarter. So that's how San Diego State plays, and that's who I got winning in a close one. Okay, so great. You, oh, you're done. Okay. Uh, Ricky, <laughs> what, do you, what do you got here? Yeah, um, I will also uh, be taking uh, San Diego State here. Um, do we skip a bowl? I mean, I, I feel like there's a celebration bowl that needs to be talked about here. Or am I crazy? I'm just going on – I'm on ESPN, and I just have this NCAAF uh, scoreboard up here. We did skip the Celebration Bowl. 
I was really looking forward to the Celebration Bowl. That that matchup between Alcorn State and North Carolina A&T, oh, I tell you what, that I, I've circled that one. This is why, because it's FBS 1A, not NAIA. I think that's why I, we didn't cover it. Well, we'll get to that next. I don't want to leave leave those very Af- uh, the very popular schools out. So uh, I, I think I'm going to take uh, uh, Central Michigan. They have a player named Khalil Pimpleton, which is an excellent name. Um, I'm sure he was made fun of a lot, especially if he did ever have pimples. Pimpleton, what a name. All right, let's, uh, Tony, I'm not seeing the information for the Celebration Bowl here, so can you intro us on that one? Uh, Celebration Bowl is played this year between Alcorn State, winners of the SWAC, and North Carolina A&T, winners of the MEAC. This is the quote-unquote HBCU National Championship game. I have North Carolina A&T in this. It's going to be close. This is actually a rematch of last year's Celebration Bowl. Who is there some bad blood between these two schools? Ah, uh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> definitely the bands will show up to play. Okay. Well, Mick Cannon drumline, great. Does, do you guys know what A and T stands for in North Carolina? A and T is it agriculture and technology? That's what I would assume. I believe you're looking for what is agriculture and technology. Thank you, Mr. Good try. That was a guess. I'm not, I'm not Google searching that. You said the other team was Alcorn State? Yes. Are you sure it's not Acorn State? Well, it's an AL. Oh, so. okay. okay. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, before this thing goes completely off the rails, I've got North Carolina, North Carolina A&T as well. Okay, good. All right, uh, the next one, we have the FBC Mortgage Cure Matt, you got to give a pick. Oh, um, I'll go for whoever plays the biggest base. Uh, I don't know which team that is. All right, uh, next one, um, we're going to the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. It looks like a bowl that has some disassociative identity disorder. It has two sponsors, two names there, uh, featuring the Liberty. I I think their mascot is the Eagles. And the Georgia Southern, I believe their mascot is also the Eagles, judging by the photo. Um, Georgia Southern is favored by five points. Tony, what do you got? Uh, You know, as much as I want to take liberty, because Hugh Freeze started the season in a hospital bed, moved to a dental chair, (laughs) and somehow has now gave liberty their first bull bed in school history. Um, This is just going to be Georgia Southern, just just a little too much here. That that option offense of theirs is going to prevail here. Uh, Ricky, who are you taking in this one? So, how many points is the hospital bed worth? Is he is he bringing that back this week, or is he going to he going to actually points. be on the sidelines? Back on the sidelines. Okay, I got I got the the Georgia uh, Southern Eagles. Um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take the Liberty team. Um, coaching from a dental chair really takes a lot of work. Uh, obviously, the kids support Hugh Freeze. Maybe you don't look so much. Was he was he the one that was making phone calls to the strippers from a school phone? Was that him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I bet also, he has a cell phone. Now. Georgia Southern had had Minnesota on the ropes early in September. Mm-hmm. Just keep that one in mind too. Yeah, the great great Golden Gophers team. All right, next uh, next bowl game we have the SMU Mustangs versus the um, Lane Kiffin Les Florida Atlantic Owls. SMU is favored by three points. 
Tony, who do you got on this one? Oh, I'm sorry. This is the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. Tony? If Lane Kevin was playing in it or coaching in this one, I'd pick FAU. But I think without him, I think Shane Bichel is just a little too much here. I got SMU. Ricky? I've got SMU as well um, for all the reasons Tony named. Yeah, I, I think we're with SMU too. Um, without Kiffin playing in this one, they're going to be really struggling for, for points, I think. All right, uh, the next one. We have the, the Camellia Bowl featuring uh, another Florida team, Florida International, and Arkansas State. Arkansas State is favored by two and a half points. Tony, who you got in this one? Uh, give me FIU. They beat Miami. So if they can beat Miami, I'm sure they can beat Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. Ricky, what do you got? I'm going to go uh, Arkansas State Red Wolves because I love their mascot. Hmm. That is a really good one. Now, Tony, I don't know if you, you remember this or Ricky. Is this the game where there was that big brawl between Miami and FIU where someone used a helmet as a weapon? Is this that game? Um, I thought that was against um, FAU. Oh, what? Was it? F- it was one of those Florida directional schools or whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. Okay. You know what I'm – do you remember what I'm talking about? I, I, I do remember it was, yes, it was like like right before the game started. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I'll take Arkansas State in this one. Uh, I'll be that guy. All right, next one. We actually have a decent matchup here. This is the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl featuring the 19th-ranked Boise State Broncos and – the seven and five Washington Huskies, Washington, and uh, is favored by three and a half points. Tony, can Jacob Eason lead the Chris Peterson less Washington Huskies? Well, Chris Peterson is coaching in this oh, game. There we go. Um, but I got Washington in this. I think he, he they send Chris Peterson out a winner here. Um, I think Washington, honestly, they have the most talent on that field. Um, Boise State is a good football team this year. Don't get me wrong. I think this has been their best year under Brian Harshin. Um, but, yeah, Chris Peterson going out with the dub. Ricky, what do you got for the uh, Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl? So, we've got all sorts of storylines here. Chris Peterson coming back to coach against his, the team that put his name on the map, uh, the Boise State Broncos. Chris Peterson having to fight rumors. All, uh, all week about becoming the Browns' next head coach, um, which I'm starting those rumors now. Um, I've got Washington. I think they'll play hard for, for their coach. Everyone likes Chris Peterson. And uh, I prediction here, he will run a Statue of Liberty two-point conversion against Boise State at some point in this game. Mark my words. You know what? Hold, hold I, I – <laughs> I, I think I'm going to take uh, Boise State in this one. You know, they, they, you know, are they a better team than Memphis? Probably. So they probably deserve to be playing in one of those big bowl games. So I'm going to go with Boise State, a little chip on their shoulder to uh, beat their old coach, Chris Peterson. All right, uh, the next, uh, next game, the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl, being played in a balmy 58-degree Weather forecast, we have the 20th-ranked Appalachian State and the UAB Blazers. App, App State is oh, – App State, I mean Appalachian State, is a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. Tony, let's start with you. Um, I got Appalachian State in this one. You know, Zach Thomas, he's, he, he's a strong quarterback for 
um, the Mountaineers. Um, and the Mountaineers, you know, they just, you know, coaches come and go as they please, and they'll just keep winning. Keep the train rolling. Ricky, you going with the Blazers in this one or the Mountaineers? I got the, the Mountaineers as well. Uh, this Zach Thomas guy, I tell you what, uh, he is fantastic. He's all over the field, makes every throw that you want a quarterback to make. And then this running back, they've got Darianton Evans. Man, that guy is a workhorse. I've got App State running away with this one. Boy, it sounded like, it sounded like a real John Gruden there. Yeah. This, this guy. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Appalachian State. They're the better team here. Uh, so, the next game up is maybe the best named bowl, the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl, featuring the 9-3 UCF Knights and the 8-4 Marshall Thundering Herd. UCF is a 17-point favorite in Tampa. Tony, who you got? Uh, definitely UCF big here. They like to play at a fast pace. Uh, Dylan Gabriel is one heck of a um, freshman quarterback, and I don't think Marshall can keep up. The last time they played an AAC opponent, they lost by 38. Hmm. Ricky? So, um, quick side note that, Matt, you need to do some research on how much money do we need to raise to get a three-guys analyzed bowl because I feel like we're not that far away. I feel like, you know, maybe five, six hundred bucks, we could probably get our name on one of these bowl games. It can't cost um, a lot. I mean. No, I, I, there, there's 85 of them. So, you know, they're probably like, there's a raffle or something. I'm sure mm -hmm. they're giving them away. Um, about this game, I've got UCF as well. Um, I guess my thoughts are Gabriel Davis, one of the best wide receivers that's flying under the radar this year. Uh, he's going to have a huge day against that uh, Marshall secondary. Yeah, UCF pretty much has a home game here against Marshall. They got a long trip to make. UCF has like a 25-minute drive. So I'm taking the Gabriel to Gabriel connection Get that uh, in this game, and I'll take UCF and the point. Next game, we have the SoFi Hawaii Bowl, and I think we all take a guess what one of the teams is playing in this one, Hawaii versus the 7-5 BYU team. And uh, speaking of the, uh, the Mormon church, apparently there's a big scandal where they've embezzled Millions of dollars. Saw that on Twitter today, so maybe they're going to be feeling this one a little bit. Uh, BYU favored uh, by a point and a half here. Tony, who do you got? Uh, well, first of all, I love the fact that this is on Christmas Eve at 8 p.m. Definitely giving um, some high entertainment for your Christmas Eve night. I got Hawaii in this one. I think Cole McDonald is going to turn the ball over four or five times, but you know he's going to—he definitely makes it fun out there. But I'm, I refuse to pick against Hawaii on the island. Rick? So would you say this uh, Cole McDonald is a Jamin Winston type, Tony? Like he'll, he'll throw for 500 yards and probably five touchdowns and four interceptions? Absolutely. Okay. Just just trying to see where we're at there. Um, with that being said, I'll take Hawaii as well. I always root for the Rainbow, Rainbow Warriors, one of the best uh, names in college football. Yeah. You're, you're right about that. They, they do have a very quality name. I'll take Hawaii as well. Uh, Hey, nothing like playing a home game. Next up, we have uh, the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Walk Is that a thing? Walk-Ons? A brand of some sort? I don't know. Tony, do some research on that. We have the 9-3 Louisiana Tech team versus the all-high and mighty 6-6 six and six Miami Hurricanes. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, this one takes place in Shreveport. Miami is a six-point favorite. Tony, who do you got? 
Uh, walk-ons is uh, similar to uh, B-dubs. It looks like a bar and grill type uh, situation, I guess, with uh, Louisiana food. Um, but <laughs> I, I got Louisiana Tech in this one. I think um, Miami is not very good. Um, this, this game is in Louisiana Tech's backyard. Um, and this is going to be their first 10-win season in 35 years. And for what it's worth, under Skip Holtz, Louisiana Tech, 5-0 and in bowl games. Wow, that's pretty good. Rick, who do you got in this one? Yeah, as much as it sounds like a good story, I'm going to go with the powerhouse. Um, I mean, let's not forget Louisiana Tech. Uh, one and two in their last three games with losses to Marshall by 21 and to UAB um, by six. So, um, I'll take the Hurricanes. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to take Louisiana Tech. They're playing in their home state. And, you know, I still enjoy when Miami loses for some reason. I don't know why that is, but uh, it's nice to see them not be good. Which well, is I like guess. every week now, so yeah. that's good. Along with all of the, the rest of the ACC teams, I guess. They all followed suit. All right, the next game we have later that day at 8 p.m. is the Quick Lane Bowl featuring the 7-5 Pittsburgh team and the 6-6 six and six Eastern Michigan team. This one's played in Detroit in Ford Field. Uh, Pittsburgh is a 10.5-point favorite. Tony, who you got? Uh, this is my number one confidence pick here. I got I got Pitt winning big here. Pat Narduzzi's um, defense is going to be uh, way too much for Eastern Michigan to handle uh, for sure. Ricky? Yeah, I think back to that uh, game earlier this year when Pitt gave uh, Penn State a, a heck of a scare, and uh, I think that I agree. They just got too much firepower. They're they're not a great team when they compare them to the other Power Five schools, but against a uh, a MAC um, school such as Eastern Michigan, especially one that has a so so year, I think they've uh, they've got too much firepower. Yeah, I'll take Pitt in the points on this one, even though Michigan's playing in their home home state. Uh, I'll take I'll take Pittsburgh here. All right, uh, next game we got up here is the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman. Grumman, I'm sorry, uh, featuring the 6-6 six and six Fighting Mac Browns and the 8-4 and four Temple team. This one is played in Annapolis. Tony, who do you got? Uh, by the way, UNC is favored by five points. I love North Carolina in this game. Um, UNC quarterback Sam Howell, um, he is one of the best true freshman quarterbacks uh, in the nation with over 3,000 yards passing. Um, and honestly, all of six, all six of North Carolina's losses has, have been by one score. So they're actually, you know, a couple plays here and there from actually maybe playing for something bigger. So give me the Tar Hills in this one. Okay, Ricky, what do you got? Yeah, I've got the Tar Heels as well. Um, I, I agree that I think uh, Sam Howell can get it done. And let's not forget that North Carolina went toe-to-toe with Clemson. And had it not been for a terrible, terrible two-point conversion call, they probably would have – or play call, they probably would have won. So, I got the Tar Heels. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going with the Tar Heels too. I think Sam Howell is a pretty good quarterback and certainly someone to watch next year. And uh, I, I always like to appreciate the military bowl as, as being sponsored by a weapons and a jet manufacturer. I find that very interesting, but I'm all for it, though. I just recently watched a new Top Gun trailer. Can't be more excited about America's military. All right, next game, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl, which is played in Yankee Stadium, featuring the 6-6 six and six Michigan State team and the 8-4 and four Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Michigan State 
despite their offensive woes, is actually getting the point or, or is favored by five points in this one. Tony, what do you got? Uh, Wake Forest, you know, they, they have a great offense, no defense. And Michigan State plays defense but has no offense. So I'm going to take the offense here. And with Jamie Newman um, coming back, um, give me Wake Forest and their offense. Rick, what do you got? I'll take Sparty. I, uh, I'm going to go with Wake Forest here. Michigan State, uh, I think the only team they rivaled in offensive woes was Northwestern. I mean, they looked real bad at multiple points during the season. So I'll take the Demon Deacons here. I can't, I can't bet against Dave Clawson either. I can't do that. Yeah. He's a great coach. All right. The next one that's up is the Academy Sports Outdoors Texas Bowl, played in Energy Stadium in Houston, featuring the 25-ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys and the 7-5 Texas A&M Aggies. A&M, despite the record, is favored by seven points here. Tony, what do you got? Uh, pure shame that they don't have the Longhorns playing in this one. But I'll still take the Big 12 team, Oklahoma State, Chuba Hubbard, the nation's leading rusher. Um, he's going to go off in this game, I think. Um, and plus, Texas A&M has been overrated all year. And, in fact, they're so overrated, they don't have a win over an FBS opponent with a winning record this year. Good, good stat there. Ricky, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. Um, I, I know that the Oklahoma game, from a score standpoint, didn't seem close, but I watched it, and uh, I thought that they played a heck of a ball game and uh, the better team than people give them credit for. So I know A&M had a pretty tough schedule, especially down the stretch going at Georgia, at LSU, and back-to-back weeks. But uh, I think the Cowboys are just a slight, slight edge to the Cowboys in this one. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Cowboys here, Chubba Howard. Um, big fan of his. Uh, he's a real real sprinter out there. Uh, next game, we have a nice classic matchup here in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Wow, that's that's a lot. Uh, this features a 22 ranked uh, USC team led by Keaton Slovis and the 16th ranked Iowa team. Um, played in San Diego, obviously, in Iowa here, saved by two points. Tony, what do you got? Love the Trojans here. Um, amazingly enough, Clay Helton keeping his job. And I think he's going to use this as a uh, springboard because, uh, you know, next year he's going to have a, another year of uh, Keaton Slavis and another year with O.C. Graham uh, Harrell. And I, the Trojans' trajectory right now I, I think is on the up and up right now. All right, Tony. Uh, I mean, Ricky, what are you, what are you thinking here? I'm taking the Hawkeyes. Give me the senior quarterback, Nate Stanley. Uh, that guy is a winner. Uh, he's shown it during his college career. He's taken teams with less talent and beaten teams with better talent over and over again. So I'll take Stanley um, and Iowa going out winners here against the Trojans. All right. Uh, you know, I think we'll take USC, too, with Keaton Slovis. Uh, they have uh, Michael Pittman Jr. on their team. I spent many years of my adolescent life watching Michael Pittman run for the Tampa Bay Bucks. So, uh, Got to support the family there, and I'm going to take uh, USC here with the upset. Next game, then, is the Cheez-It Bowl. Very succinct. Everyone likes Cheez-Its. Tony, what is your favorite kind of Cheez-It? Just the original. Ricky, what do you think? Boring. Flaming hot all day, every day. <laughs> you know what? I, I have to go with Tony here. I think the base Cheez-It is, is, pretty, is pretty solid choice. 
All right, so in this Cheez-It Bowl, we have the 10-2 Air Force team representing the Armed Forces here in the 6-6 six six Mike Leach-led Washington State team. And Air Force is the three-point favorite here in Phoenix, Arizona. Tony, what are you thinking? Uh, two totally contrasting offenses here. Um, I love Mike Leach's air raid in Washington State here. Basically, this, this game is going to come down to who will stop each other first. The complete opposite of last year, where it was a slugfest 10-7 to with Oregon and I believe TCU, I want to say, in this game last year. Yep. All right, Ricky, start, Ricky, what are you thinking here? here? <laughs> uh, is Mike Leach let all of his players out of the electrical room that they're trapped in, or are they going to have a full team? Because that, that might affect my decision. But um, – no, I'm I'm gonna go with Washington State as well. Um, for the mere fact, I just like watching them play better. Yeah, this is I. You know, normally if this was like a short week, you might take Air Force here because it's really hard to prepare for the triple option. But Washington State's gonna have like three weeks to prepare for the option, and and you'd like to think they'd have better talent in this case. So I, I'm gonna take Washington State, and I'm gonna look for uh, Anthony Gordon maybe pass for another four or five touchdowns in this one. So I'm going to take the, uh, the Washington State team. All right, next up we have one of the big bowl games, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic featuring the 17th-ranked Memphis Tigers and the 10th-ranked Penn State Nittany Lions. This one's played in Arlington. And the Jerry World, uh, Penn State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite over the group of five school. Tony, what do you got on this one? I like Penn State here. I think they have way too much talent for Memphis to cover here. Um, and Mike Norval. Um, you know, it's a shame he's, he's leaving Florida State before coaching this one. We'd like to see him coach against somebody of uh, interest. But I think Penn State, um, I think they're back. I think they're, they're back from their decade of um, problems since the Jerry Sandusky scandal. I think the word you're looking for there is mediocrity. Uh, Ricky, what do, you, what do you think on this one? So I loved Memphis until um, – their coach is leaving and not going to coach in the bowl game, which makes me a little nervous. But the group of five school always does well in these games. We've seen that over and over and over again. So I'm going to take Memphis, taking the Tigers, thing to watch out for. I'm going to go over two on number of punts that hit the big scoreboard there in Jerry World. That's something you can actually bet on. So I'm going to take the over on that. Two punts hitting the, the scoreboard. All right. Before I pick a team, so Mike Norvell leaves for Florida State. So Florida State is clearly in shambles as a school. Is, is this like a good move? Like, did anyone else want to go to Florida State and coach there? Horrible move by Mike, Mike Norvell here. Could I mean, have I, something better. I, mean, I don't know. Have you guys like, ever been to Memphis? I mean, I would do anything in my power to get out of that city. So, I mean, what, what I'm saying is like, so Norvell doesn't – so he has a bad couple of years because Florida State doesn't have any talent. Like, is that his fault? Is there, are they going to fire him and hire someone else? At least like at Memphis, you have, some, you have some leeway. I mean, Chris Pearson was at Boise State for a long time before he went to Washington. I, I don't know. There's no loyalty anymore. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's a there – Bold take. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Because this got me thinking, you know, if you go from a smaller school and then go to one of these – perennial or at least prestigious schools and you don't do well like whatever happened with Brady Hoke is he still coaching somewhere or is he just like in retirement I think he's in the NFL now 
Yeah, that's a that's a great great question. I have no idea. I mean, he just kind of dropped off. I mean, that's a parallel, right? He jumped to a, a struggling school, couldn't turn it around, and now I mean, I don't even I don't even know what he's doing. Yeah, I. <sighs> yeah, it's currently the defensive. Okay. Oh, he was a defensive line coach of Carolina. It's currently not anymore. But yeah, mm-hmm. that that happens a lot. What was that? Who was that Buffalo head coach that was like good for like one season, went somewhere, and then was awful? Who am I thinking of? Turner Gill. Yes, Turner Gill. Where's he at now? He, he just – I think he retired from Liberty. Was he supposed to be like the next great coach, Turner Gill? Yeah. yeah. Was I mean, he team. went to Kansas. I don't think he went to some great program. No. That's, that's well, not, not when Kansas was on the up and up. <laughs> They did have a good couple of years. They had that one quarterback. No, that, that no, was that when they had a clean TB or whatever? Mark Mangino What's his name? I have no idea what you're – you just put some uh, words and consonants together. I'm not sure if there was a name. I got they had some cornerback that was really good. Oh, Akib Tlaib? Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Bucks drafted him, I think, in the second round and then cut him. And then he became an all pro at his like next two steps. So that was good. Mm. All right. Uh, good talk there. Uh, next game here, we have the uh, 15th ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish and the Iowa State Cyclones coming in at 7 and 5. This one is the Camping World Bowl to celebrate camping and getting ticks and hot weather and living in tents. Uh, this one's played in Orlando. Notre Dame is a four-point favorite. Tony, what do you got? I love Notre Dame in this one. Um, I think Brian Kelly, you know, heck of a coach. And I think Ian Book, quarterback in Notre Dame, I think he, uh, he has a big game in this one. Iowa State, um, the record is, um, mm, I guess, a little better than suggested. Ricky, what's your takeaway here? Uh, I picked against Notre Dame a couple times this year, and it's always went well for me, so I'm going to continue the trend. I've got Iowa State. Um, I just don't trust any quarterback. I don't care if it's Ian Brooke or whoever that's a Notre Dame quarterback in a bowl game. Um, so I've got the uh, the uh, Iowa State Cyclones. So my look at Notre Dame is 10-2, and two, ranked 15th. And is only a four-point favorite over a 7-5 Iowa State team. What is that? I mean, obviously, they were thinking the same thing about Notre Dame, that you can't trust them, or else they'd be a bigger favorite, I feel like. Eh. I'll take Notre Dame here. I'll take the Domers. They have God on their side anyway, so they'll probably win. All right, next one. Um, on the 30th of December, we have the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, featuring the 8-4 and four Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, and the 7-5 Western Michigan Broncos, this one's played in Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas, Texas. And Western Kentucky is favored by three and a half. Tony, what do you got? Well, I hope they get this game in after after last season's debacle with Boston College and Boise State. But uh, give me Western Michigan this one. Um, this is one of those um, flip a coin type games. Ricky, what are you thinking? Yeah, I've got the Hilltoppers. Uh, I just think that they've got uh, uh, no answer. Western Michigan's going to have no answer for this gentleman, Levante Bellamy. Ooh. Sorry, he actually plays for Western Michigan. Uh, let me try this again. 
this G Walker. I don't know if you can't tell, I'm just making something up. Um, I've got the Hilltoppers big. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Hilltoppers as well. They have a top five, possibly top three mascot, big red. And it's just a big red blob. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, he's meant to symbolize the spirit of Western Kentucky University students and alumni. So, I mean, just take a look at him. I might use that as a photo for this podcast, the Hilltopper. He's just, he's always happy. He's got a big smile on his face. Nothing to do with anything, but uh, I'll go with Western Kentucky here in the points. All right, uh, next game here, we have the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. A lot, of, a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, we got the 6-6 six and six Mississippi State team versus the 7-5 Louisville Cardinal. This one's in Nashville at Nissan Stadium. Mississippi State's a four-point favorite. Tony, who do you got? Uh, give me Mississippi State in this one. Um, you know, Joe Moorhead, I think, saved his job thanks to that uh, Ole Miss player who pretended to pee in the end zone. Um, and I, I think, you know, Mississippi State, they run the ball, and Louisville has trouble – uh, running the ball, as we saw against um, Kentucky and Lynn Bowden. We'll get to him in a few moments. But, yeah, give me uh, give me the Bulldogs in this one. Ricky? Yeah, um, I don't trust any ACC school against an SEC school, no matter how bad that SEC school is. So, I will take the uh, Bulldogs as well. Okay, I'll, I'll take the Louisville Cardinal. They have a receiver named Tutu on their team. And based solely on that, I'll take I'll take the Cardinals. Uh, next game is the Red Box Bowl. Now, that is a name I can get behind, the Red Box Bowl. Very succinct. This one's played in the, the new uh, 49ers stadium in Santa Clara. We got the 7-5 California Golden Bears versus the 6-6 six six Illinois team featuring the gray-haired Lovey Smith. Tony, who do you got? Give me, give me former Chicago Bears coach and the beard, Lovey Smith, in an upset pick here. I don't like Cal's ability to play offense. Hmm. Ricky, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking, is Redbox still a thing? Yeah. I, mean, I thought Netflix and, and Hulu and Amazon, did they not put that out of business? Who's going to a Netflix in, or a Redbox anymore? Well, the thing with Netflix is they don't get movies anymore. They're all about their own programming. So if you want to watch a guess, really still released just film. Rent it from your house. It costs two ninety nine. You can rent it through any of whatever direct TV Whatever you have, whatever service, Amazon, you can rent any movie. I don't know. Anyways, um, I digress. Lovey Smith, I think, looks like he uh, took the uh, losing the Bears head coaching job really hard with that beard he's got. If I saw him turn up uh, in downtown Chicago, I'd probably give the man, uh, you know, a sandwich or something. So um, I've got the California Golden Bears. I, you know, I'm going to take the fighting Loveys here. I'll take the fighting Illini here to, uh, to beat uh, the Golden Bears even though the Bears are pretty much playing at home here. Uh, the next game, we have the Capital One Orange Bowl featuring the number nine-ranked Florida Gators and the 24th-ranked Bryce Perkins-led Virginia Cavaliers. This one takes place in Miami. Tony, who do you got? Florida is a 14-point favorite. You know, as, as much as I'd like to take the school of Jefferson here, um, I, this is, you know, a potential blowout on our hands here. I got Florida um, and Dan Mullen's um, high-powered offense quote unquote here and um I'll take the Gators. Ricky? Yeah, I'll take the Gators as well. I like do does Virginia have to make it to this bowl game because they were runner up runners up in the ACC? I have no idea why they're playing in a 
quote unquote New Year's Six bowl game. Best best ACC team after the first was taken to the playoff. Because that's a requirement. Yes. Oh gosh! All right. Well, this is going to be a uh, bloodbath by the Gators, but I've got Florida. You know what? I'm going to take Virginia. You know, just because you know, little underdog chip on their shoulder. Yeah. They competed with Clemson for like the first quarter. You know, they know what it takes. I bet I'll root for Virginia in this game, though, as I'm watching. Yeah, I mean, I'll take Virginia in a high-scoring affair. How about that? All right, the next game we have the Belk Bowl. Everyone's favorite electronic manufacturer, Belk, um, featuring the 8-4 Virginia Tech Hokies and the Lindenbaum-led 7-5 Kentucky Wildcats. Virginia Tech is a three-point favorite in Charlotte. Tony, who do you got? Uh, this is Bud Foster's last game for Virginia Tech, longtime um, defensive coordinator, but I don't think he gets it done this time. I like Kentucky. Um, Malin Bowden, their quarterback, he um, he's a converted from wide receiver, and he's – only thrown for 300 yards all season. And that's, um, I think that's with over eight games under his belt. Um, in fact, he ran for over 300 yards um, in his previous couple games. Amazing what they can do. Um, should have been a Heisman candidate for sure. Give me, <laughs> give me Kentucky. For sure, a Heisman candidate on a 7 5 Kentucky team. Ricky, what do you think? As much as that's a ridiculous statement, I got to say this Lynn Bowden guy, I mean, he is fantastic. Leads the team in rushing, leads the team in receiving, and uh, is not that far off from leading the team in uh, passing as well. So um, I've got Kentucky. Um, I think they'll, uh, they'll get the job done. Yeah, I, I'm taking Kentucky here. Bowden, Bowden's going to put up some some stats, I think, in this one then. They're going to come home with that nice belt bowl victory, which they all wanted at the beginning of the season. All right, the next game we have the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl featuring the Willie Taggart-less Florida State Seminole and the 75 Arizona State Sun Devils team. This one's in El Paso, the Sun Bowl. Arizona State is a five-point favorite. Tony, who you got? Wow. Like Arizona State here, um, love the job from Edwards is doing. Um, true freshman quarterback – uh, Jaden Daniels is uh, play, the player to watch in this game. He'll be without his top rusher, Eno Benjamin, in this one. But the Seminoles won't be uh, with Cam Akers. So, I think take the quarterback here. Um, who knows who's going to suit up for Florida State? Is it going to be Alec Hornibrook or, I don't know, what is it, uh, Francois here? Or is it Justin Blackman? I, I can't remember which, but they both stink. <laughs> it's, it's James Blackman. <laughs> So it doesn't matter. They're both stink. The whole the okay. Ricky, what do you think? <laughs> um, I uh, I've got to go with my my buddy Herm Edwards as well. Um, I just can only imagine he's probably giving some crazy speech at halftime that has little to nothing to do with the actual games being played. But uh, I guess that's part of his style. So I'll take the Sun Devils. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take now. Uh, we'll talk about this here in a minute. I'm going to take the Sun Devils. They got a first-round draft pick in receiver, Brandon Ayuk. And, uh, Who's not playing? He is not playing. He's not playing. Is this a recent revelation? or? Yes. What a shame. No good for him. He's, gonna get, he's trying, just trying to get paid. So maybe, maybe I have less faith in him. But second, my second thing is 
So this game is sponsored by the fictional mascot of a cereal brand. So this would be similar oh, I to thought it was sponsored by uh, our own very own Tony. No, oh, that's it, not. It is not. But, I'm, not I'm not showing up oh. that kind of money. So the Frosted Flakes mascot has his own bowl game. Not the brand of cereal, but its mascot. So this would be akin to the Toucan Sam Cotton Bowl or the Irish stereotypical leprechaun bowl, you know, really odd. That Do they, they eat a lot of Frosted Flakes down in uh, El Paso? Are they known for that? Yeah, I, that's a great Maybe question. they're a large consumer. It could be. Maybe there yeah, are some. Do some market research on that. I, I'll get a focus group together. All right, next game here, we have the AutoZone Liberty Bowl featuring another military team, the 10-2 Navy team, coming off a big win in the Army-Navy game this past weekend, and the 8-4 and four, uh, Chris Kleiman-led uh, Kansas State team. Uh, Navy is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Memphis. Tony, who you got? Um, I like Navy in this one. Uh, believe it, I, I, this game is going to be a very quick one. Both teams love running the ball. Um, Navy won by throwing one pass uh, against Army last Saturday, in case you didn't know. And Malcolm Perry, another big, big game here. Um, give me Navy. And give me the under on the time played. Yeah, Malcolm Perry has 21 rushing touchdowns and 1,804 yards. Now, that's a Heisman candidate right there. Should I agree. Uh, Ricky, what are you saying? Yeah, uh, Navy threw one pass in that game, and Army threw, I think, like six passes in that game, and, and Army was playing from behind the whole the whole time. So I, I don't even know what to make of the, the Armed Forces Bowl anymore. But um, – yeah, I got I got Navy uh, in this game as well. I think that that uh, triple option is really difficult to stop, even with uh, three or four weeks to prepare, as Kansas State will have. Um, I think until you get out there, you can try to simulate it as much as you want in practice. It's just not the same. Um, so I've, I've got Navy in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ken Yu Matalolo and the 23rd ranked uh, Navy, Navy team here in the Liberty Bowl. Uh, next one, we have the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl taking place in Tucson, featuring the 7-5 Wyoming Cowboys and the uh, 7-5 Georgia State Bulldogs. Love those southwestern or southeastern directional schools. Uh, Wyoming is favored by 7.5 points. Tony, who you got? Um, this is one of those toss-up games again. Um, I guess I like Wyoming in this one. Um, yeah, it's just uh, one of those games. Just It's there to be there. Yeah, a lot, a, lot, a lot on the line here. A lot of bad blood between Wyoming and Georgia State. I don't. Georgia has like eighteen colleges. Like it's not even that big, you know. Ricky, what do you what are you thinking here? Um, so I'm going. My pick is the Cowboys. I will be rooting for Georgia State because Georgia State, I believe, has done a fantastic job since making the jump to the Division One football program um, a few years ago. So um, my, my heart will be with the Panthers, but my head says uh, stick with the Cowboys. Georgia State, for me, just sounds like one of those made-up colleges that you would play on NCAA where you'd have, like, an FBS opponent. That, <laughs> that's what they remind me of. So I'm going to go with Wyoming here just based on that. I know I'm being a pr pretty stereotypical, but uh, I'll go with Wyoming. Don't, do they still play in a dome, right, Tony? Um. Yes, I do believe so. All right, good. All right, next game here, we have the Valero Alamo Bowl featuring the 11th-ranked Utah Ute 
I think we discussed their mascot on a previous podcast. And the 7-5 Texas Longhorns, this one's playing San Antonio, uh, Utah, so right, seven and a half points. Tony, what do you think? Um, as long as Utah comes in motivated, um, they should win this fairly easily. Texas is not a very good football team. Um, very overrated, um, and Kyle Whittingham in a bowl game, I will trust 100% of the time. Good. Uh, Ricky? Tough break for Utah. I mean, there are, uh, you know, one game away from playing in the playoffs to having to uh, go uh, go travel and play Texas essentially at a home game at the Alamo Bowl. So um, I, I still think the, the Utes uh, are just too good that even though they probably won't be up for this game, um, I have no faith that Texas will be up for it either. So uh, I'll take Utah. As much as I want to root for the white JT Barrett and Sam Ellinger, I'm going to go with the Utah Utes as well in this one. They're going to cover. All right. Uh, all right. We're, we're on New Year's now. So we have the Outback Bowl featuring the 18th ranked, and this is Tony's favorite team, the very good to great to excellent Minnesota Golden Gophers versus Bo Nix in the 12th ranked Auburn Tigers. Auburn is a seven-point favorite in Raymond James Stadium. Tony, who you got? Actually, we already know who Tony has, Ricky. So let's start with you. Um, I've been against Minnesota the whole year. Why stop now? I've got the Tigers. All right. Tony, defend your boys here. Um, well, Derek Brown, uh, Auburn's best um, defensive player, is questionable right now. And I like Rashad Bateman making big plays over the top on that Auburn secondary. Tony, what player would Auburn need to walk out onto the field for you to take them over Minnesota? <laughs> Let's say if Cam Newton had eligibility left, would you still take Minnesota? No, I would, I would take the Cam Newton-led Auburn Tigers. Okay, I just wanted to clear that up. All yeah. right, uh, the next game here is the Verbo Citrus Bowl. I don't – Tony, look up what Verbo is for me, please. And this game features – VRBO. That's like Airbnb. Jeez, yeah, okay. in, in that, in that rival here. That's, an yeah. Airbnb, that's like an Airbnb thing? Yeah. Yes. Never it's, it's VRBO. I, I guess those – guess us, us blue-collar folks don't know what that stuff is. Um, hmm. All right. Uh, so that, this, this, this Verbo Citrus Bowl feature is the 14th-ranked <laughs> Michigan Wolverines and the 13th-ranked 2LS Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, this is taking place in uh, Orlando. And Alabama is a seven-point favorite. Tony, what do you got? Uh, World Tide. I mean – you know, Ohio State's um, passing game did a number on Michigan, um, and I don't think it's going to matter who's playing quarterback for Alabama in this one. As long as, you know, two of them play, I think Alabama's going to roll. Ricky. But I think motivation is oh, going to be strong. Sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say that motivation. Um, uh, let's see how strong Alabama's been because if uh, they're not playing for anything, they don't show up to bowl games. All right, uh, Ricky, what do you think here? Yeah, I uh, I watched and saw what Ohio State's uh, receivers did to that Michigan secondary, especially in the second half there, um, and I was not impressed. I got to say with Michigan, so I'll take uh, Alabama. Um, they've got you know Devontae Smith, um, and then they've got uh, uh, Judy. Um, I think they're both going to have big days, and uh, don't forget about I've got Alabama Bucks. big. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I think we, we have to, like, wait on this because Alabama could have, like, eight players set out this game. So, I mean, you're looking at three of their receivers possibly being drafted and uh, several of their defensive starters. So, you know, I, I think before I pick, I'm, I'm going to wait on that. Um, obviously, ESPN needs to be updated. Their player to watch is Tua Tagovailoa, and he's been out for the past five weeks. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to put a hold on this. But, uh, hey, let's, let's – Wishy-washy. What? Wishy-washy. Make a pick. Oh, let's go with the Wolverines. <laughs> let's go with Shea Patterson redemption game here uh, in Orlando. All right, uh, the next one up here at 5 p.m. on New Year's is the Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual, featuring the sixth-ranked sixth Oregon Ducks and the eighth-ranked Wisconsin Badgers. This one's played in the old Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Wisconsin is a three-point favorite. Tony, who do you got? Um, very very uh, similar-built teams here. Uh, very physical matchup. Give me the Ducks here. Um, I think the star power of Justin Herbert – at quarterback beats the star power of Jonathan Taylor at running back. Okay, Ricky, what do you got? Overrated. That's what I think about Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah, I agree. I got the Ducks, Justin Herbert. Um, and, you know, uh, shout out to, to Duck Buck out there, for those of you <laughs> who know what that means. That's a shout out from the past. Yeah, I'm going to go with Herbert and the, uh, the Oregon Ducks here. Apparently, they have the top-rated offensive lineman uh, in college right now. I can't remember his name, but it's very odd and very Samoan. Um, so, I'm going to go with the Ducks here, and I'm gonna get, they're, they're definitely going to win this one. Our next game here is the All-State Sugar Bowl, featuring the fifth-ranked Georgia Bulldogs in the Matt Rule smock-wearing Baylor Bears. Uh, Georgia is a seven-point favorite in New Orleans. Tony, who do you got? I feel like we were in the same situation last year talking about Georgia against a Big 12 team um, in the Sugar Bowl. You know, last year, G Georgia was supposed to win easily over Texas, and then Texas won, and then there was Texas is back and overhyped Texas. Um, so hopefully, if, as long as Georgia's up for this game, I'm taking Georgia. Um, but if Georgia's not up, um, you know, I still don't think Baylor can win. So give me the Bulldogs. Ricky? Yeah, this is another one of those, like you'd mentioned, Matt, about the Alabama-Michigan team. Um, you know, this Georgia defense is still good. They've still got first-round talent on there. How many, who knows how many of their defenders are going to be out of the game um, before it starts. But uh, uh, I'll take the Bulldogs because I have no faith in Baylor whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I'd want to take Baylor in this one, but I mean, because I, I don't think Jake Fromm is good. I think he's like a the Daniel Jones of uh, quarterbacks this year. He's going to get drafted in the first round and not accomplish anything. Um, so, I don't know, but I, I think Georgia's a better team. They play really good defense, even though they're a little bit inept offensively. So, I'll, t I'll take Georgia in this one. All right, uh, the next game here, we have the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Birmingham, it's its own bowl game every year. Good for them. Uh, we have the – Six and six Boston College team versus the ten and three Cincinnati Bearcats. Tony, who do you got? Cincinnati favorite by seven points. Um, as much as I have a strong disdain for anything Luke Fickle, um, I like Cincinnati in this one. Boston College is down. Not only their leading rusher AJ Dillon, 
but their head coach, Steve Adazio, to an offense and a team that was one-dimensional to begin with. Give me the Bearcats, big. Yeah, Ricky? Yeah, I've got the Bearcats as well. Um, no need to elaborate any further. Yeah, Bearcats, big. They had a chance to beat uh, Memphis a couple weeks ago. I'll, I'll take them. Did not – did Steve Adazio get fired from Boston College? He did. He did. Did this Boston yeah, College? Now, I know. I know they hired someone else, but why? Are they getting someone better than Steve Adazio? Jeff Halfley, our defensive coordinator at Ohio right. State. That, that's right. I kind of I tried to forget about that. Well, I guess that's a good hire. Good for them. All right. Uh, next up here, we have ta- the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl featuring the eight and four Indiana Hoosiers and the seven and five Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, Tennessee, the two-point favorite in Jacksonville. Tony, who do you got? Uh, give me the Hoosiers. This has been a special season for them. And um, I like their wide receiver with the name Wap uh, Filior. Great name. All right. What was uh, that? <laughs> I didn't catch you, Tony. What did you say? <laughs> in, in Indiana. And this one. I, I think it's oh, Wap Filior. Oh. Filior? <laughs> Fill your Listen, I wasn't even going near that name, so I'm glad someone tried it. Ricky, what, what do you got here in this one? I've got Indiana as well. I actually have been impressed with Indiana as I watched uh, them play in uh, in Big Ten play. Um, they they've really uh, kept up with teams. Um, played really well at Penn State. I thought they actually uh, had a chance to win that game or at least tie it up late. Um, it does worry me a little bit that their last game against Purdue, which I don't really think is that great of a team, went into double overtime. But um, I'm taking the Hoosiers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Indiana too. A little Big Ten pride here. Um, next up, we have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I don't think we have to keep saying they're famous. I think everyone knows about Idaho Potatoes. It'd just be called the Idaho Potato Bowl. Um, this one's in Boise on the blue turf, featuring the six and six. Ohio Bobcats. It, it, Frank Solich still coached them, Tony? Yes, he does. Good. And the 7-5 Nevada Lobos in Ohio saved our 7.5, Tony. Um, I guess the biggest question is who's going to be motivated to play uh, a football game in Boise, Idaho on January 3rd. Um, but I think Ohio, um, with their quarterback, Nathan O'Rourke, uh, wins this because right now the only thing Nevada has – Going for them is their 57-yard walk-off uh, game-winning field goal in the season over against Purdue. Okay, Ricky, what do you got? I mean, what what a just absolute um, pie in the face here for Ohio that they have to go to Idaho in the beginning of January to play a bowl game outside, and uh, their counterparts there in the MAC Buffalo get to go to Bahamas to play um, a terrible Charlotte team, but. Uh, with that being said, I've got Nevada in this game. Um, I think it's going to be uh, bad weather. I'm hoping that the uh, the field uh, turns white from all the snow, and it'll be a fun one to watch, but we'll see. All right. I'm, I'm going with Ohio, uh, just based purely that they're from Ohio. Um, now, the next bowl game here, another military-sponsored game, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl taking place in Fort Worth, Texas, featuring the 7-5 Southern Mississippi team and the 6-6 six and six Fighting Green Wave Tulane team. Tulane is favored by seven points. Sony, what do you got? 
Um, I like Tulane here. I think um, Tulane's coach, Willie Fritz, he's the best coach that no one's ever heard of. Well, now we know of him, so now we all know about him. So no, he's no longer the best coach no one's ever heard of. Uh, Ricky, what do you got? Uh, I've got the green wave with the points. I'm taking the green wave. They have a top five mascot in the in the NCAA, the fighting wave. Big fan. All right, next game here, we have the L- Lending Tree Bowl. Is this a new bowl, Tony? This was not – did not have this last year, did they? I, I got nothing on that one. Okay, you got you got to do better. Um, this takes place in Mobile, Alabama, featuring the 10-3 and three Louisiana Raging Cajuns and the 8-5 and five Miami Oxford Red Hawks. UL, Louisiana, is favored by 14. Tony, what do you got? Uh, give me Louisiana on this one. I think uh, quarterback Levi Lewis um, leads the better team out on the field. Uh, Miami, very lucky to be the MAC champions. And um, honestly, the very down year for the MAC. I'm actually kind of disappointed how many MAC schools I'm picking in these bowl games. Ricky. So, since when did uh, the, the MAC winner not go to the Motor City Bowl? I thought that was like etched in stone or something. Well, it's the Quick Lane Bowl now, and that's uh, Eastern Michigan's playing in it. So, I guess there's still a MAC team in it. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'll take the Raging Cajuns. Yeah, I'll also take the Raging Cajuns. Do you guys know of any Cajuns that aren't Raging? Mm. They're not a true Cajun. I do. I'll, I'll tell you after this podcast. You know who their mascot should be? One guess. It should be Ed Ogeron, just him. He's the mascot. Well, he's, he's fine where he's at in the bayou. No, he can still coach at LSU, but he is the mascot of Louisiana. Uh, just his face or his, like, body. I would have just picked any of the characters from the water, boy. That, yeah, that could work, too. All right, that wraps up our basic bowl coverage. Now we are on to the college football playoff games. We'll start with the first one. These games take place on Saturday, December 28th. And at 4 p.m., we have the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Tony, you like Chick-fil-A? Mm, very delicious. Ricky, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I'm a Chick-fil-A fan. Yeah, so am I. They're excellent. They have great customer service at this store. All right, so we have the number four Oklahoma Sooners. Sooners coming in at 12-1. and And the 13-0 Joey Burrow, the Heisman Trophy winner, Led LSU Tigers. The line now is LSU by 13 and a half. This one's played in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Tony, let's start with you. What is your take on this one? Can does Oklahoma have, to have a chance, or is Joey Burrow going to blow the doors off this one? Um, I, you know, for as much as you know, Oklahoma playing the Big 12, they know how to definitely um, throw throw out and catch it with anybody, but. Uh, they haven't seen the way the Tigers can um, throw it around the uh, football field. And I, I definitely like LSU in this one big. Um, Oklahoma's really only hope is to try to make this a shootout and hope that maybe Grant Delpit doesn't play for LSU. Yeah, but yeah, could be going both ways. Ricky, what do you think about this one? Yeah, I, I think that this one, uh, you know, I'm, I'm stating the obvious here, but is the easiest um, probably – I don't know if it's the easiest bowl game to predict overall, certainly probably in the top five. I mean, 
I think if you're doing a confidence pool, this has got to be in your top three of most confident games, picking LSU to uh, beat the uh, Oklahoma Sooners there. Um, there's just nothing. I, I've watched quite a bit of both Oklahoma and LSU games this year. Uh, nothing I've seen um, would give me any reason to doubt that LSU is going to come in and take care of business. Uh, you know, this uh, LSU team reminds me of one of those um, teams that just having a year that uh, uh, unless they meet like an Ohio State or Clemson in the championship game, and then who knows what's going to happen. But I just don't see any other team in the nation being able to challenge them. I think Joey Burrow um, is well-deserved when Heisman is playing at a, uh, a ridiculous level. And uh, they've just got talent all over the field that's going to be too much for Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma should consider, consider themselves lucky to even be in the playoffs. Um, I think that is an achievement that uh, Lincoln Riley should feel uh, good about. But uh, their, their season ends, uh, ends after this game. Yeah. I, I'm with you guys here with LSU. I think you're going to win. I think Oklahoma keeps the game tight for maybe the first quarter and a half. I mean, they have raw offensive talent. You know, Jalen Hurts. Really good dual threat guy can really pound the ball on the ground. CeeDee Lamb can break any tackle you want to. But uh, LSU just has better defensive players than Oklahoma does. You know, Grant Delpit, Derek Stingley. You know, they, they just have a better back end. And Oklahoma's not going to be able to keep up offensively. And LSU's probably going to get some stops. And we know Oklahoma can't stop anyone. So I think that's a real difference. I think LSU really turns it on in the second half and – I think they cover the the 14 point spread right now and probably win by three to four scores in the end. Okay. The next playoff game. That's maybe a little bit more important to us is the PlayStation Fiesta bowl played in Glendale, Arizona, featuring the third ranked Clemson Tigers coming in undefeated 13 and 0 and the number two ranked Ohio state team also coming in 13 and 0 undefeated in the big 10. Tony, What's your first take and opinion on the Fiesta Bowl? Well, all year Clemson has played the, um, you know, we're undefeated and disrespected um, card, but they played in the ACC flat out, so they deserve the three seed like they did. Um, I think Ohio State's going to have a big chip on their shoulder here because dropping from uh, number one during that last ranking, I think definitely hurt, um, especially coming out as flat as they did in the Big Ten title game. Um, this is definitely shaping up to be a uh, one of the very classic matchups in um, college football playoff history, as short as it is, if not, you know, for all of college football. I definitely like Ohio State in this one. Um, very close game here. I think, um, you know, definitely take Ohio State, but I, I think it's only going to be in that, um, you know, three to six point range. Um because both both teams are uh, excellent, and it's who's who's going to make the play at the end. Yeah, um, it's going to be a close one. Uh, Ricky, what are your thoughts and feelings on the festival? So I'll get it out of the way just to say I am picking Ohio State to win. Um, but gosh, I I am scared to death of this Clemson team. Scared to death. Um, partly because uh, so. Partly because of history, right? We, we've never really done well against Clemson in bowl games. Uh, and I won't even bring up the last time we played them in a, in a college football playoff game. Um, partly because Clemson is the defending champions, which I think everyone, at least this year, has seeming 
forgotten. Um, and I know the ACC is bad, but, you know, the, this is the team that knocked off Alabama with the true freshman quarterback last year uh, and did it convincingly. And then, uh, and then the third thing is I just don't know what to think about this Clemson team. I mean, for all the reasons I just listed, especially with them still having Trevor Lawrence back there, they've still got a ton of talent all over the field. And after that North Carolina game, which every team is bound over the course of a 14, 13 game season, whatever it is to slip up and have a game where you're just not up for, they have just absolutely annihilated. And I don't even know if that's a strong enough additive to talk about what they've done to their opponents. So um, this is a game where, where I am nervous. Uh, I think it'll be close. Like Tony said, Um but at the end of the day, I really don't know what to expect from Clemson. It reminds me a lot of, um, you know, the year 2006, 2007, when Ohio State, Michigan were 1-2. Ohio State beats them. They're clearly the number one t- team in the nation. They go and, you know, they're against this Florida team that no one really knows much about. They kind of flew under the radar. They're kind of just hanging out there. And, and you know, after after the first quarter you're like wow this Florida team's good they're they're fast they're overpowering and so I I have a little bit of reservations from that where I just don't know what to expect from Clemson and I think that they will be up for this game because I think that they've uh, been disrespected quite frankly this year with uh, with you know saying hey we're defending champs I know we play a weak conference but we've done everything and, and won every game we're supposed to win so Um, Why are we the three seeds? So it it makes me nervous, but I'll I'll take the Buckeyes. Yeah, I'd say I'm going to take the Buckeyes too. Can't pick against them. But, you know, like you said, I I have no idea what kind of football team Clemson is. Everything I'm thinking about them is based on what they've done in the past. You know, if we look at the teams Ohio State's played, Wisconsin, Michigan, Penn State, all of those teams are better than any team that Clemson has played at any point in the season. Hands down. I don't think it's – I mean, I think if Penn State plays Virginia, they win by 35 points, honestly. So, it's – I have no idea how to judge Clemson. And they look a little rough earlier in the season. But, you know, they've, they've settled and they've blown out who they're supposed to be. Um, they got a lot of speed on offense. Good receivers. Trevor Lawrence is really good. Um, have they played a defense like Ohio State? No, not even close. So, how are they going to respond to that? And Ohio State has guys that can cover those guys. You know, Akuda. Um, Arnett, Wade is back. He's healthy. So that should be a good matchup. Um, defensive line-wise, obviously, Ohio State's got the muscle in there with, you know, Chase Young is going to play. And he even said he might come back next year. So that'd be awesome. But so, you know, how are they going to deal with that? And they've got a lot of time to rest up and, and heal. And I, I, I mean, I have no idea what it's going to be like. Um, I know Ohio State's faced adversity against Wisconsin and come back and, and really look a lot better in that second half of that game. So I know Ohio State can, can do it. And, and, you know, Clemson struggled with a mediocre North Carolina team that we like, but, you know, they were six and six. So, what, you know, what does that say? Um, I, but I think we'll know a lot in the first quarter of this game. That'll tell us a lot of how this is going to go. But I'll, 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 I'll stick with the Buckeyes. All right, that just about does it for all the bowl games that we're going to cover. Obviously, there is a national championship game. Um, based on the winners of the two playoff games. But we'll talk about that when the time comes. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves or anything like that. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed our massive podcast on every 87 and a half college bowl games. Maybe next year they'll let four win teams in. You know, everyone gets a medal in this day and age. Everyone deserves to be rewarded based on just what they're supposed to do. You know, So uh, 
let's uh, let's bring this one to a close. Thank you for listening to the Three Guys in Lies podcast. Um, and Tony, anything on the way out here? Uh, to everyone, have a Merry Christmas and enjoy lots of football. Ricky, anything on the way out? Uh, no, can't think of anything. All right, uh, I'll leave you guys with, you know, if you find some time this weekend, uh, go uh, go watch the the potentially one of the last Star Wars movies come out in quite some time. Episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker comes out. Uh, whether it's good, you know, that's great. But I'm just I'll just be happy to see it. I always enjoy hanging out with my friends, and I, I plan on doing that this this weekend. So have a nice holiday, everyone. Be well and enjoy. Like you have friends.